Every week, uh, the weekend early team is joined by Brendan Dale, finance blogger, and he delivers some sage advice from his own life experience, but also through the insightful interviews he publishes on his website, takechargeofyourmoney.blog. And today we discuss cashing in on your provident fund and the pros and cons in using that money, which could also very well relate to what you should use your bonus money for. And on that note, we welcome you with uh, open arms this morning. Good morning, Brendan. How are you? Yes, I'm doing very well, thanks, on this, this cold day. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, this. we are certainly trying to brave this cold front the best way that we can. And, you know, speaking of braving things, tax season is around the corner, uh, actually, uh, next week. So uh, mm. when it comes to uh, taking charge of our money, the implications, tax implications of cashing in on your provident fund, you know, in the beginning, uh, it actually seems like a great way to access some quick cash. But is it actually really worth it? <laughs> well, from an investment perspective, no. You see, yes. it is, I, I know the, the article is called tax implications. I mean, it's really just the, the general implications because it's you know it's so easy when you when you move jobs, you you have this extra money that's just available. You know, sometimes if you've been at a, your your current employer for a few years, it might be eighty thousand or even a bit more, and you're just like, wow, this is like free money. I can go on holiday. I can pay off some debts, I can do all sorts of things. And it, it's just so tempting to take that money that it it really isn't a good idea because, A, there is tax, which we can discuss, and then and then also just the general implication of your retirement saving. You, you're using your, your retirement saving now, which means you really can be struggling later on in life. And you know, cons- and now that you've mentioned that, um, because it's, it is, it is quite tempting indeed to know that it's actually just, uh, almost readily available at your fingertips. But what should we actually consider before, uh, what are the key things that we should consider before cashing in on our, on our, uh, provident funds? Um, I think that the, the thing is just to know what your options are. And obviously you can, everyone knows about cashing in their money. That um, the, the other options are to either transfer your the balance to your new employer, and that's a very easy process, or you can even transfer it to what's called a preservation fund. So it's it's still a provident fund, but it's just held by a different company, you know, like a like a Alan Gray or a, one of those companies. So oh, as you as you move jobs throughout your career, you can always just move the money to your preservation fund and let that one grow. And and then it just serves its purpose of being a, a retirement fund saving thing. And you know, I think um, you know, a person such as myself, who is uh, who I can say is maybe has a uh, let's let's say uh, I don't want to say a love hate relationship with with numbers <laughs> as such, but um, you know, I think I feel like it it can be um, just quite a bit daunting when it comes to having to calculate uh, all of these numbers. So let's talk about the retirement lump sum benefit from SARS. How does that actually work? So uh, what do how do how do the rates work? And uh, uh, what, what are the different levels? What, what does that look like? Okay, so it's, it's quite simple, except in, an interesting thing to note, though, is that these rates apply to, to all your cash-ins over the years. So your first 25,000 rand is tax-free. But that means that if you, if you change your job and you get this tax-free benefit, you don't get this first 25,000 tax-free again on your next cash-in because they accumulate your cash-ins over, over the years. So then as, as you're taking more money, your tax rate goes up. So it's, 
first 25,000 is free, then it goes to 18%, then higher up once you've accumulated 600,000 or more, then it's 27% taxable. And once you hit in almost a million rand, then 36% of that is, t- is taxable. Well, 36% of the income after that. So, so it's, it's, you know, you don't have to worry yourself about exactly how to do the numbers because SARS will do it for you. Right. <laughs> they, they won't give you the money until they've worked out the tax. But it, it definitely, I mean, it, it jumps up quite a, quite, quite a lot. And it, it's actually quite a, quite a lot of your money that is going towards tax. So you, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to think that you can take some now and, and get it and pay a little tax. But, but each time you're doing that, you accumulating more of a, of a cash out and you, you go to pay the tax. I mean, you pay tax anyway. Whether you pay the tax now or later, you're going to be paying it. Either way, exactly. There's uh, there's absolutely way no way of actually um, avoiding it. It just is what it is. So um, at least now we have a better understanding with exactly how all of that works. And you know, when it comes to um, also, of course, when it comes to uh, you know leaving your job, uh, what what is the what are the what are the best ways? Or what what is the best method when it comes to exactly how to preserve when leaving your job? Um, I think the Hmm. The best method is probably, to me, it would be a preservation fund because you you then put in that money in your the own service provider that you've chosen, and each time you you change jobs, you can you can put your money into that same fund that you started. So you don't have to you're not relying on your employer to choose a service provider or to choose the options or plans. You you can move it out into your own fund. So to me, that that's a nice way of of keeping control of your money. Um, yeah. And, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, jumping ship, so to speak, I know, uh, maybe it's not, it can't maybe necessarily be termed as a millennial tendency, but it's, it's not an uncommon thing for 20 somethings to always, uh, you know, switch their jobs, maybe, uh, 10 times or more just in a bit to, uh, reinvent themselves. So, you know, whilst all of this is happening, um, how does that actually, uh, with, with, uh, with, uh, job hopping, um, if, uh, you call it that, how does that actually affect, uh, one's tax liability overall? Um, it doesn't affect one's tax liability that much, but what, what it really affects is if you, if you cash in that money and take the cash, it, it works well. It affects your, um, oh, now I've just lost the word, compounding interest. That's the word. Right. <laughs> so how your, how your investment grows over time. So if, you, if you've started an investment and five years later you, you cash out and take that, you, you've now lost five years of compounding interest, and it's, it gets harder to to make up that money because you people always think you know I'll save more money when I'm older, but because of that compounding interest, it actually almost becomes impossible to save the same amount of money that that you would actually be needing. So, so that's that's where the the real sort of crux of the matter is is that if you you're saving, you're starting to save from a young age, which is great. Your first job, you putting money into your retirement, but then you keep taking it out and you lose in the whole the whole effect of compounding interest and it it, it then takes it's gonna take you years to catch up because you just have to uh, save more and more money the older you get to try have the same amount that you would have had if you just left it there. And you know, I mean I I, I completely understand what you're saying because I mean 
especially considering, and also I think it doesn't also depend on the type of um, preservation fund or just the, the the type of setup that the, the next employer would have, because wouldn't that also ultimately uh, maybe even positively affect or even compromise uh, the outcome of of cashing in on this? Uh, yes, it, it can do definitely, because it it depends where where your employer actually which fund they've chosen and, and the fees involved in that fund. And, yeah, no, no, it definitely does. And Absolutely. And, you know, there is there is so much that we certainly need to consider. I'm speaking to uh, Brendan Dale, and we are talking about uh, tax season, which uh, begins next week. And, of course, we have to uh, consider uh, the implications of cashing in on your Provident Fund. And if you have any questions for uh, Brendan, please do contact him. Uh, Brendan is our regular uh, finance blogger. And, of course, we've been uh, just discussing the pros and the cons uh, what it means if you had to uh, jump ship, exiting early, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I'd like to just uh, come back to, um, you know, what the money should actually be used for, because uh, in the beginning we were talking about how it can be just supposedly, temp- it can be quite tempting and uh, uh, easily accessible in that sense to use for um, what you would desire, especially when it comes to uh, paying off debt. But ideally, um you know what? Uh, what type of uh, different investments should uh, one actually consider when it comes to cashing in on um, your provident fund? I'd say if you're cashing in your provident fund, you you have to be investing that money. You can't you can't be using that money then for holiday or to be paying off short term debts and and doing things like that because it it is your retirement savings that you've been working towards. So. You can, if you cash it in, you can either put it towards your home loan, that's not a bad option, or you could actually save it into, you might have your own um, RA on the side, or you might have a unit trust or ETF or something. So any existing investments that you have, you could top it up with the money you've, you've withdrawn. That's, that's all right. I mean, you, you are taking a tax knock, but, but that's... It's better if you invest in the money than if you're just wasting it. Exactly. No, I think, I mean, ideally, um, especially, I mean, just when it comes to managing your finances overall, I mean, it's about, um, the, it's, it's, it's about achieving the, the long-term goal at the end of the day. I mean, uh, as much as, you know, um, having that money at your fingertips, it does, uh, provide some immediate relief, but also we do have to think of the, um, you know, the next five, 10, 15, 20 years to follow. Hmm. No, definitely. And you don't want to, when you're old, like you, you don't want to work till the very last day of your life. You know, you don't want to always have to go to the office and earn money. And you want to at some point be able to retire or just quit your job or change jobs, but without the stress of money. And the only way you're going to get that is if you're saving money from a young age and just leaving it, just let it do its thing of compounding and growing. And you'll get to a point where the money stresses aren't, aren't as real as what they are now. And that, that's, that's the ultimate goal is the long term. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I always say, um, you know, when you are in doubt, always speak to a financial advisor. Yes, definitely. Always. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then do you have any, before we round off the conversation, do you have any uh, just uh, final thoughts or just final uh, nuggets of wisdom for our listeners when it comes to cashing in on uh, their provident funds? 
<laughs> not 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 specifically nuggets of wisdom. I would just say don't do it. Yes, <laughs> it's not really it's not worth it. But uh, if you yeah. So, that, that would be my wisdom, really. <laughs> so, uh, bottom line, listeners, it's uh, not worth it. Please do just reconsider, uh, consider your options. And when in doubt, always speak to your financial advisor. And, Brendan, I'd just love to thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak to us about this. And, of course, uh, we'll be able to a brave tax season, especially with uh, your uh, profound insights and, and wisdom. Thank you so much. Uh, and your pleasure. Have a great day. Thank you. Same to you. That was uh, Brendan Dale, a financial blogger, and uh, his um, his insights can also be found on the website takechargeofyourmoney.blog. We were discussing tax season, cashing in on your provident fund.